This episode is brought to you by SinPro Online from Pitney Bowes. SinPro Online software makes it easy to save time and money no matter what you ship or mail. Print shipping labels and stamps right from your desk and access discounted rates. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, do I trust your meat pocket? Barney does other things now. As if winning once was not enough. Why work hard when you can cheat? There's a nice new beer for dogs. Tom's Tech Time and Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. If you think all apple pies are basically the same, look again. See something special? That's a Mrs. Smith's natural juice pie. Um chicka, um chicka, um chicka, um chicka, um chicka, um now take it to the right. The morning stream. Better than a pound of jam in your pants. hearing rumors that scott fletcher has been working on a bunch of uh new bumpers for the show like he's doing these live streams where he's recording them and everything but yeah. he hasn't sent them to me yet so i don't know if this is just a this is just like a f- i've been faked out or he's just holding it over my head or what's going on but no uh, new I'm lines guessing, from fletcher uh, i'm guessing it's for a rival network it's for a rival it's for a competitor uh, called TMS with the uh, Lizard Shirt Network. Todd and Aaron. <laughs> mm. Mm. Todd and Aaron. He's doing. <laughs> he's somebody. Doing... Uh, somebody it's check. Todd and Aaron in the morning. <laughs> someone should check out Todd and Aaron. See what they're doing. They got a little Fletcher in there. Because mm. yeah. anyway, we'll see what's going on. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's TMS for Wednesday, March thirteenth, twenty nineteen, with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. and uh, I come to you from. Oh, I don't know about. Three inches of blizzard-like snow at the moment. Mm, wow. Uh, it's fine. Whatever. We'll make it through. I don't understand why March has to do this. Middle of March, come on. What are you doing? It's supposed to be spring-like and windy and, and put take your kites out. When we were kids, that's oh, what they really? always said. Fly your kites in March is what we were always told. Yeah, for other parts of the country. For Colorado, I, I presume Utah as well, but at least for Colorado, March is the snowiest month. This is the month where you're going to get a majority of your reservoir fill. Oh, wow. Interesting. Because for us, which is, which is uh, you know, our equivalent of Puxatani fill. Sure. <laughs> sure. Pokes his head out and uh, That's right. yes. nine more years of winter. But yeah, no, I got like, uh, um, we have, we have the, our big month supposed to be February, but maybe that's shifting. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like we had a very snowy January, very snowy February. And now this, so. Whatever, yeah. man. I just want to go out to the park. I want to take the dogs. I want to run with them. I want to go to the lake. I want to see. I want to check in on freaking uh, uh, Mendoza. I haven't looked. At, I haven't found him in a while. Like, there's stuff to do out oh, there. Oh yeah, no kidding. See if he see if he comes back for yet another year. Yeah, I guess he wouldn't be here now, would he? He's probably at some uh, southern locale. I don't know where they right. go. Where do geese go when they when they uh, migrate? Do you know? I don't know where well, they go. They go south, but a lot of them come here. Um, oh. For the first time ever, we've actually got geese wandering around our neighborhoods, like even in our front yards at, at times. Weird. And we've never had that before. And now there's goose crap everywhere. Oh, that little, the little green uh, roly-poly goose craps. <sighs> yeah, the little mm. little green Tootsie Rolls yeah. all over the place. Those are the best. Those are the best. Well, he, he uh, I, I'm just trying to imagine him somewhere south, and I don't know where that would be. 
Like when they say yeah, they go Arizona south. Or... Oh, okay, so it could be something like that. Like it's just a could southern be something state. like that. I mean, I figure they're Canadian geese, so they come here is their south. I mean, you don't you don't see uh, uh, Canadian geese all over the place right now. I guess he's not a Canadian goose though. No, I don't know he's what he. Uh, uh, oh no, he's, he's a Chinese a uh, he's Chinese Utah ghost knobby head geese, not ghost. <laughs> a Utah ghost. He's a geist. <laughs> he's a zeitgeist. He's really geist. Yeah, yeah, got it. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he goes. He's Chinese knobhead thing is what he is, and uh, right. he's a dick. And I haven't seen him in a while, and I'm excited to have him back. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> so he brings bacon. Already submitting a show title. Utah is south of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it is. It's true. It is. I mean, everything's south of something. You can't explain that with science. Even Canada, technically. I mean, look, we only. We only, as a people, decided that the world is is right side up and that there's a south and a north. It's just to help us. Like in actual yeah. space, there's no, no there's nothing about that. Like it's right. just right. there's no north or south in space. No, you can flip it all around, and and uh, the west coast is the east coast. Like it does, it's all arbitrary. It doesn't actually count right. for anything. Right. I mean, I know there are poles, and that's why we base it on that. But we just make that shit up. Yeah. I mean, I can't exactly. believe it. This is the week I actually agreed with something. President Donald J. Trump said, "Do you want to know? What? What it, yeah, do you want to know what it was? The yeah, first was time it? in his entire presidency, and probably Tim Apple. You agreed with him that uh, <laughs> Tim Cook should be named Tim Apple. Yeah, I'm going to shorten everything and give them the names like Brian Coverville, and uh, yeah, even though Ibbett's shorter than Coverville. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I uh, he says uh, he said in a tweet, I am one, but some I'm paraphrasing, but like 100% cool with keeping uh, daylight savings." permanent he said mm, uh yeah i'm not saying that that's gonna end up happening but it would be the only piece if it ever happened it'd be the only piece of president-led legislation that he's talked about that i that i like yeah so could we can we get out his magical pen his magical uh pen that only seems to do a quarter inch wide black stripe that goes up and down and in <laughs> angles and just, hey, executive order that nonsense. Just say, all right, you know what? Uh, I'm declaring a national emergency. Mm. Uh, <laughs> daylight savings time year round. <laughs> what was what was the, what's that thing when we were kids? It was like stencils and pens and you would. Spirograph? Spirograph. It's like he has a permanent hand motion spirograph for his signature. <laughs> just. Z- 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 his, z- z- his signature looks like, uh, like an EKG that has been photoshopped. Shortened widthwise, but not lengthwise. Yeah. So actually, here's an idea. The chat room's kind of boiling about this. Why don't we have an executive sure. order? Since we're so so easily throwing those around right now. Actually, yeah. why not? Why don't we just have a full on emergency declaration about daylight savings? Because I'm freaking tired. I couldn't go to bed on time last night. I woke up yeah. this morning feeling like it's an hour earlier. Like, yeah. Like, forget about border walls and all that. Let's just put down our fists and say, damn it. No more daylight savings time or permanent your, daylight savings. Something was like your that. method of trying to go to sleep, was it the Division 2 or the Wildlands that was your method of trying to go to sleep last night? Probably Division 2 more than Wildlands, but a little of both last night. Yeah, because I'm seeing a, a tweet from Scott from nine hours ago, mm-hmm. which would be about midnight. Mm-hmm. Played a lot of Ubi tonight. Equal parts Division 2 and Wildlands. Yeah. Listen, you know... We uh, it's not our uh, executive uh, chief executive uh, exec- uh, commander in chief. That's his, that's his title. Sure. That uh, gets his tweets analyzed. Yeah. It's <laughs> analyze mine. 
is my favorite yes. movie with uh, yes, Robert De Niro. Exactly. He's great in it. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, no, J.K. Grammer, I still haven't beat The Predator. Still working on that. <laughs> going to level up a little bit more and uh, see what I can do yeah. over there. All right, I got a question that is uh, one of the great questions of all time, perhaps. Or sure. a more of a theory. It's not really a question. I guess I'm asking you if you think I'm wrong or right here. All right. Yesterday, uh, the kids are home uh, from work, and they're both like, you know what? We should get food. And I said, okay, what do you guys want to do? Mom's out of town. I guess we can do something fun. They said, ooh, what about Thai food? I said, oh, that sounds great. Uh, Nick, do you want to run Carter out there and get it while I do this show thing? And he says, sure. So they go out, and then they call me, and they say, uh, the Thai food place isn't there, or closed or something. I can't remember what the deal was. But uh, instead, we're in line at uh, Taco Bell. What do you want? <laughs> And wow, I said, they, yeah, they really like uh, their backup. They didn't have a plan B. They had like a plan S yeah. or a plan, uh, <laughs> a plan, no plan, no bid, just a, a, plan, just a yes. freaking fall back on kind of plan. And yeah. I said, oh, all right, well, that's fine. Get me a steak burrito and whatever. And they did, too. Okay. They got whatever they got. Carter ended up in a second line because she wanted to get the waffle fries at uh, Chick-fil-A, but not a sandwich. So she oh, did that. Sure. Then they wow, came home. That's commitment to the waffle fries, which are good. I agree. But. It's just because I mean, if they, I think if if Taco Bell had regular fries, she would have gotten there. And it turns out they do have some kind of temporary well fry yeah, thing right their, now. What do they call those? Angry fries or or Dirt, taco fries or dirty fries? fries fry fry frachos frachinachos <laughs> fro fro bells. I don't know what they're. Yeah. But they're not good. They're okay, but they're not great. They're just kind of weird potato sticks, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, nacho fries. Yeah, that's it. They're nacho fries. Yeah. Hey, these are my fries. These are nacho fries. These are nacho fries, which I think is kind of a racist thing to say now. Anyway. I don't know. It might be. Brian, you never know anymore. Like yesterday never we talked know. about. Never know. So anyway. Uh, oh, rattlesnake fries. John from Florida is right. That's it. They're calling them rattlesnake fries. And they have a big. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. They're the, the super spicy ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nacho fries were, there, were how they got this business started with the. Uh, with uh, what's his face, uh, Cyclops from the uh, '90s X-Men films, right. uh, uh, Marsden, James Marsden. James Marsden, sure, I like that guy. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they went to Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell. We get it home. They bring it home. It's all fine. I open it up. I look at the burrito. Which, by the way, burritos yeah. from Taco Bell, when they're hot, they there's a smell of like a burnt marshmallow going on. I don't know if you've noticed this. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I have it, not noticed that. It huh. only happens once in a while, but. Anyway, it tastes or it has this smell of like a wafting burning marshmallow. That's okay. fine, no big deal, but I look at this package of burrito here and I and I suddenly have this thought. It is perhaps one of the great uh trust transactions mankind has ever had. Mm-hmm. And by that I mean you're giving me a fully sealed uh completely wrapped up package. Right. Sure, yeah. And I have to, I can only trust. I mean, yes, I could pull it apart and dig through it if I wanted to. But I can only trust that everything's okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. A sandwich yeah. or a burger, you can lift the bun and go, "Oh, that burger looks weird." Oh, that lettuce is wilted or whatever. Like you have You're trusting you're trusting that the contents of the burrito are you're basically it's a sight unseen you put that in your mouth before you realize what's inside it. Yeah, you're just assuming that the menu and the things that showed in the picture are all going to be there. 
and that there's not going to be somebody's freaking toenail and a half a booger in there. It's all going to be a normal burrito. (laughs) And it's a great, it's a great transaction of trust. Uh, And I don't know. I mean, I blunt. So last night I'm looking at it. I went, all right. I had this existential feeling of like, oh, wow, this is a big moment here. This is a, a human transaction of one to another. This could have been some angry teenager who put half a, half his joint in there before he... But do you ever, like when you go to Freddy's and get a burger or when you go any place, do you lift the bun and take a look at what's in your burger? Like, do you take a... You know, I know I know the, uh, the burrito is just completely sealed, mm. but do you even look at the things that are partially covered, so, partially sometimes, sealed? Sometimes. In fact, I'll, I will usually, when I get a burger, unless it's all like sealed shut with cheese or something, yeah. I will typically lift the bun. Not okay. not in a paranoid way, just kind of a like, oh, look, everything's in there. Sweet, let's eat it. Curiosity, okay, just okay, a, well, interesting. I don't. I never. Yeah, I mean, I I burrito, burger, whatever. I barely even take the plastic uh, wrap off of what I'm about to eat when I go fast food. It's yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky. I'm lucky if I unwrap the item from its paper <laughs> container. Yeah, no, I, you're right. That, I, that it shouldn't even be a thought, and it hasn't been for most of my life. But yesterday, I was just thinking about it. It's really, it's like a, a, a burrito is basically like a food tumor, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Wh- who knows what is inside of that sack of, of, uh, <laughs> of soft and goo and wet and dry and meat and not and you know, like we don't yeah. know. And New so Taco Bell, the food tumor supreme. <laughs> <laughs> It rolls off the tongue a little too easy. Twelve ingredients, all jammed in a sack made of a tortilla. Yeah, like it's just something about that act that felt brave. (laughs) Like it felt like I was stepping out on the edge of the of the um, stratosphere, ready to jump on the bungee. You know, right? right. Like here goes. I'm gonna give this a shot. Everybody watching. Okay, I'm gonna take a giant bite out of this completely covered sealed unit of food who knows what i could find and you know lucky enough or whatever i don't know if luck's part of it but i it was a fine exchange it was good it was a fine burrito okay i was worried that you were gonna find like a you know (laughs) one of the scary things that you mentioned (laughs) no it was fine it was good it was fine no chunk of glass no um you know nobody dropped an eyelash in there or whatever it was just a well that i could tell anyway it was it was fine so yeah uh I oh you know why I check burgers? This is the other reason I check burgers. I had you got to remember, and I've told you the story before, but I had that one Wendy's experience where the meat had a foot mark on it, a shoe right. mark, like a little maybe shoe what imprint. thirty years ago? No, twenty five years ago? No, it wasn't that long ago. It was like uh, oh, was it in the nineties? Seven? No, it was like two thousand seven. It's like it wasn't that long okay. ago. All right. <laughs> in the nineties. <laughs> now the 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 um. Where was that? Yeah, it was Wendy's. And then at the Carl's Jr., I got the salad with the magic sand in it. That was pretty yeah. fun. <laughs> and, that, and that was 90s. So I'll give you that one. Late 90s. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the burger thing, I just I just always kind of go, look inside. No all big right. deal. Well. But burrito? Now, there's a different kind of burrito. If you go to a place that's like yeah. real burritos, you watch them well, make it typically. Right. Like behind the oh, counter, like Chipotle kind of thing. Sure, Subway style. They're just like along. wham, wham. What do you want? Boom, bam, slip, slap. Fold, fold it together. Put it on a plate. There you go. Now, okay, was it? I was thinking when you said, "Oh, you go to a place that's real burritos." I'm thinking like I don't know a Mexican restaurant. Uh, oh yeah, good <laughs> as point. As opposed to as opposed to uh, Chipotle, which which is only a degree or two 
higher on the the uh, the list than uh, Taco Bell. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's better food for sure. It is better food, but uh, you know, uh, I mean, if, if you're but if you're going to a regular, all right, let's let me ask you this: you go to Red Robin. Yeah. Do you check the burger there? Do you lift up the button? Uh, yes, especially when they take three hours to bring it to you. Yes, I do. Look <laughs> well, at okay, yeah. Because our Red <laughs> Robin point. sucks. Good point. Your most recent Red Robin experience has been about. I'm trying to think of like a um, a sit down. We bring it to you kind of burger place, like a Chili's or an Applebee's or. Uh, I did go to Chili's recently. Let's say Chili's because I did do that okay. uh, a couple weeks ago. So. By the way, today. Yeah. Chili's birthday. Today's Chili's. The restaurant's birthday. They're celebrating by having three dollar and thirteen cent margaritas all day long. Oh my lord! How old are they now? How old's Chili's? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you don't know how old they are. Wait, no, I just on. know that. I just know that. Uh, uh, that that today is three dollar and thirteen cent margaritas because it's March thirteenth, and they talked about that on the local news instead of telling us anything, anything of value. Oh, here it you is. Know, it was, uh, yeah. Forty-four years old. By the way, oh, there you go, forty-four. Yeah. Happy birthday, Chili's! Yeah. Nineteen seventy-five, March thirteenth. That's today. Yeah. Well done. Yep. Well done, guys. Well done. Your chips are good. I like your. Uh, your anyway, but chips. so so a high end. I mean, a high end, but like a higher end place than that. Higher end than a Chipotle or a Taco Bell. Um. So and even like a, you know, a Ruth's Chris. If you for some reason order the burger there, you'll still lift up the bun. Check it. Do you have a burger there? I didn't know that. I imagine because okay. kids go, kids oh, go with their true. parents to that's Ruth true. Chris Steakhouse. Yeah, well, and you know, this is an opportunity to sell a ninety-four dollar burger. Probably it is going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be you know high-end uh, uh, grilled steak uh, or, or, or you know chopped steak burger. Probably I would probably lift it out of habit, but I wouldn't actually be worried. You know, like I'd probably just uh-huh. go eh, okay. and then eat it, but not because right. I'm like, all right, let's make sure there's not a beetle embedded in here. <laughs> Ringo Starr. You just want to gaze upon the beautiful Kobe <laughs> beef that's been chopped to perfection. Yeah, exactly. And grilled. Yeah. Okay. It All just right. feels well, like the burrito thing is is a is a because it's a sealed unit of food. Yeah. Is is more prone to I mean if somebody really wanted to get you, that's how they that's that's one where they could do it. Because sure. a lot of times sure. you wouldn't even notice it. You could put you know, you could freaking uh, snot rocket right into somebody's burrito and then wrap it up and, you know, it's full of hot beans and goop and everything. No one's probably even going to notice. I mean, it's it's a horrific thing to think about, but I'm just and I'm not stopping. To eat. I didn't stop eating. I ate it. I ate that whole burrito last night. Sure. So it's sure. not like this is like a paranoid thing or I can't eat them or anything, but it just popped into my head. And I just thought, I don't know, man, burritos. They're just like, I don't uh... Uh, I didn't need to know snot. I didn't need to hear the word snot rocket burrito. <laughs> Did not. That's like, uh, that's just the, the phrase I was not expecting to begin my morning with. You know, me either, to be honest. Yeah. I really wasn't planning yeah. on it. Tell me about Puzzle Pint last night. How'd it go? You yeah, guys, Puzzle Pint, win? the uh, monthly uh, deal. Some some tadpoolers now getting into this. I got to find out who all went last night tadpool-wise, but... Um, typically, uh, the group is me and Tina and um, Nikki and Clark, um, local tadpoolers and friends of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes George will go with us. Last night, though, it was just the four of us. Lean and mean. Four of us. The theme last night was the Dark Crystal, which I haven't seen since I was probably like 
20 or something when when I caught it on HBO a few years after seeing it for the first time in oh the 80s. Oh my gosh, dude, I love The Dark Crystal. They got a sequel coming too. still or something. It's got to be. I mean, that that is an ultimate film sack movie. That's the whole reason I haven't oh, sought yeah. it out to watch it again is because as soon as it's available, we've got to watch it for for film Oh, sack. absolutely. And they got some is it Netflix or somebody's making a new one. So, uh you got Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. We should film sack that before that happens and then for film sure. sack that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, so it's uh, it was it was the first time that we have raced through all five puzzles and the warm up, so six puzzles, without any sort of like stumbling, like um, completely stumped. We started at six forty three. We clocked in at seven forty three. They were the, the the people we turn our our sheets into were like, "You guys are done already? That's amazing." Mm. Like that that's how we did last night. Not a certainly not a common occurrence for us at Puzzle Pint to be that expedient in our completion. But man, we uh we nailed we were on fire last night. So how did the but like in terms of correct answers though, how'd you do? They Is won't it, let us turn it in unless it's correct. They'll oh, send us back to our table. Oh yeah. really? That's interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's how that works yep. then. That's the that's whole how thing. that works. Like okay. basically you you take it up. They don't even give you the last puzzle unless the four um, the four puzzles uh, uh, before that are done. Uh, Katavari says, is Coverill saying that Tina holds back the table? I'm saying the opposite. Mm. Tina's usually traveling when we do Puzzle Pint. This time it worked out that she was here, mm-hmm. and we had our record finish time. So, Give me an example so of Tina's, one. Uh, give me a question example that they would have for this movie. Um, so it's not really a question for the movie. So each puzzle is themed to the Dark Crystal. So it's like um, our first... Our first set of puzzles, we had a, um, what was the first one? It was almost like a word search. Okay. And we had to find certain words in a grid of letters. And then there were highlighted letters in the listing of the words you had to find, right? So like you had horse racing as one of the words that you had to find in the grid. Okay. And uh, a few of the letters in horse racing were bold. So... You'd find horse racing in the grid, and then you're like, all right, what do I do with the bold letters? So what we did is we, first we highlighted all the words we could find in the grid, and then we uh, circled heavily the the letters that were bold. Hmm. Then you look at that, and you say, oh, uh, all right, we need a 12-letter word from from this, uh, from this puzzle. Uh, let's look at those highlighted letters. Let's assemble those. Do those work? We can't rearrange those. No, that doesn't work. There's way more than 12. Um, oh, they're in individual little shapes. Oh, they gave us a little clue about in the dark, so it must be Braille. And that, sure enough, when you look at the the way the letters, the circled highlighted letters were arranged, they were Braille letters. And so we took each of those letters and then uh, put them in the bottom, and it spelled wow. another word. Wow, interesting. Okay, from in my head, I was thinking there would be questions like, "What was the lady with the one eye rolling around in her yeah, head?" Yeah, no. No, there was okay. you could you could not uh you could go in there and not have seen Dark Crystal and do just as well as we did. It's really just like um it's really just like uh, uh a little extra added icing on the cake. Like, mm. oh you like Dark Crystal? Great. You know, we're gonna talk about Kira and Jen and Anara's uh or Ara's uh, you know, crystal ball thing. And mm-hmm. the yeah. final puzzle was um was putting all the words from the previous puzzles into these weird angular shapes and then cutting those shapes out and assembling them into a puzzle. And we thought, all right, well, it has to be, um, 
shaped like the crystal from the dark crystal. We're trying to, mm. there we go, Agra. Look at Genie, man. Holy cow. And Sidian both remember Agra from, uh, from the movie. Mm. Um, and, and, and we tried so many different ways to get these things to fit. And then we read the, the clue again, which said, you know, the, the, uh, you've completed all the pieces, uh, which all center around the missing shard, da, 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 da. And we figured out, oh, okay, we have to assemble these and have a shard missing in the middle. And the word we need, the final word we need are the letters that are centered around this missing hole in the middle of the puzzle. Mm. So you're putting together a puzzle with a piece intentionally missing out of the middle. It's so cool. Wow. Do you think the alcohol there helps or hinders people's ability to suss out these answers or these? Uh, I think solutions? I think it hinders people. Although I had a, uh, um, I had a uh, a cider, a hard cider, and yeah. that's about all I had. I just had a strongbow, one one thing of strongbow. Mm-hmm. That that I think there's probably a level where it relaxes your mind enough to where you you're open to more different ideas of of solving the puzzle. Mm-hmm. But I think you do a little bit more. Uh, consumption mm. and that that uh, you know that you start going down the the backside of that hill, yeah. <laughs> spiraling down quick. It's probably a really it's a nice it's a nice easy ramp up and then it's a really steep drop off after that. Yeah, that sounds right to me as well. Yeah. Uh, and also, just a side note: for some reason, the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. I know they're both Jim Henson deals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I always, for some reason, I know it's not true, but I always picture the. The little old man riding the dog in yeah. Labyrinth. I always uh-huh. put him in Dark Crystal. He so when I imagine Dark Crystal, there's those weird long things that they ride. There's the lady with the one eye, Agra. There's the um, you know the I, I, all these things I remember. And then what's his name, Skeksis uh-huh. and all that. Right, right. But right. for some reason, also in my imagination, that that little old man's riding around that dog. <laughs> that puppet man is on a dog yeah. and it's not it's in that movie movies. it's not even right, in that no. movie but so it's... only in labyrinth yeah um search i will say quick uh, quick search and big thanks to john florida 1968 who also put this in the chat room yeah. dark crystal is currently streaming on amazon prime video now we've Ooh. added amazon prime video to our film sack uh poll list however of the four of us brian dunway doesn't have amazon prime and so he probably has this on DVD or something, though. I'm he's sure he gotta. Has it. Oh, I'll yeah. bet he. Ha- you know what? Yeah, he's gotta have it. Yeah, he has this. On DVD. Guarantee yeah. he has this movie. I say we add this to the film set. You know, I'm gonna just watch this. Just stick stuff. it in there, dude. Put it in. Film sack, doc, boom, boom, chuckalukalukka, boom, chuckalukalukka. Yep. Next movie is uh, the butterfly effect. Yeah. After that, guess what? Dark crystal. And it's dark crystal. Right. Boom! Look at that. Look what we did. Look what we Take did. That. Randy, thinking you control the list forever. Yeah, guess what? We all have access to that spreadsheet, yo. Uh, nice job, Brian. Well done. We've, we've uh... we can ask uh, we can ask Dunaway if he's got Dark Crystal when uh, he comes on. That's now-ish. true. It's going to happen right now. By the way, it's literally going to happen. He's going to answer this call. He's going to join it. We're going to give away some stuff. It's going to be great. This is all things I know for sure. And I'll start it by playing this. <laughs> Hey, Brian Dunaway, you there? Hello? No? Brian! Is he not there? Uh Uh-oh. Hello? 
<laughs> I just got a text from Randy who says, uh, <laughs> "What do you say?" Uh, Til, you think I'm a control freak about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Randy, I love you. Are you there, Dunaway? And you are, and you are kind of a control freak about the movie. Yeah, I totally put stuff is. on there that I watch disappear before my very eyes or get pushed down. <laughs> oh yeah, it happens all the time. Uh, hold on a second. Where? No message from him. Hey, Dun Dunaway. Oh. Are you there? Oh, I think the he's there. Somebody said he was in the chat room. Yeah, I think he's there. He's just, I don't, we don't hear him. I think he's muted or something. Oh. Don't know you're muted. Come back to us. Bring back Unmutify to us. Unmutify yourself. Bring back the Shankara stones. Bring back to us. <laughs> Always want to know. He's on the crapper. Hey, look, I don't judge. You be where you want to be. You be you, man. <laughs> I don't judge. I really don't. <laughs> Actually, I, I like it. It's, it's nice that you care about me. We do. Nice. Well, you know, we... We know that you take some you take some time out of your day to do this, and you know can't be. You have a lot of stuff going on. You're a busy guy. Totally what? get that. Am I? Uh, I don't know. Are you? Maybe. No. Uh, it's Brian Dunaway, everybody. He's on the Yay! phone, and oh, we hi. are gonna play Babel Royale with him. We also have a caller on the line. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is John from Sweden. Oh, well, hello. Oh my gosh, all the way wow. from Sweden. What time? What time is it in Sweden right now? It's sixteen thirty-six. Oh, I think you guys in your space money um, time recognition. Sixteen thirty-six. So that would be what, what is that? Uh, six. Uh, thirty-six minutes past four. Oh, all right. PM. Oh, PM. That's not bad. Yeah. Oh, did you not? Well, you, yeah. You still don't know military time, Scott? I'm bad at it. I can't think of what okay. it is. The conversion. I know what it is. If someone says, I'll, "I'll see you at eleven thirty or you know eighteen hundred," I'll say, "Okay, cool. I'll see you then," because my watch says eighteen hundred. But when you okay. say, I'll see you at 1800 or whatever that is in human time, then I don't know. I can't, I'd have to think about it for a minute. I don't know time, it's just don't like time a time shame, Scott. It's just a 20, <laughs> it's a 24 hour clock. I get it. But when you say 1800, let me think what that is for a second. You have to subtract 12. And it's like, wait a minute. Wait. You can't be doing math. 12. Uh, see, I can't do math. Forget it. Wow. Forget QS RMVT says, if it's greater than 12, drop the one and subtract two. Oh, yeah, really? Just, yeah, about that. Drop the one and subtract two. So <laughs> 6 p.m. would be 1,800 hours. Taking, you're taking 10 off and then subtracting two. That makes sense. Uh, the, oh. whole thing is, the whole thing is pointless. That's the reason why I switched to swatch time years ago. <laughs> so your time, so you're only, always looking at the clock, but it's uh, cool and transparent. You can see its innards. I've already yeah. forgot how to do it, so forget it. Hey, uh, <laughs> let's get to the uh, fun here. Brian Nibbett will explain how this uh, whole thing works. And That's I hope right. these. Did you uh, say it's it's Johan from Sweden? Is that is that what I heard? John, John. Okay, okay. Well, that's John. easy. That's Johan without uh, an O and A and an N. Yeah, John Valjean. Yes, J O H N. Just a yeah, normal okay. John. Uh, right. every, have... every Starbucks in Sweden has a problem writing that, but otherwise. <laughs> we have those here. Yeah, I hope these codes work yeah. in Sweden. We know that in, in the know. US they have no problem with the name John, but in Sweden they have a problem with the name. So I'm like Johan, Jon. Sometimes oh, I was even funny. Marcus once. Oh. Which they thought I was someone else. I'm going to call you <laughs> Johan Yoon. Okay, that's the new deal. Uh, oh, all right. wonderful. I'm going to call you John, and I'm going to give Scott and Brenda Dunaway a topic, and they're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the one is going to go to the other player. Your job is to predict who is going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for the three-pack yeah. of prizes we tried to give away on Monday. The Division, courtesy of Tyler Babb. Overload, courtesy of Mike Pacholik. Uh, I'm sorry, two-pack of prizes. Today, we are adding 
the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie, mm. courtesy of Ray Bradshaw from uh, his Movies Anywhere account, and Galactic Civilizations 3. Ooh, Galactic Civilizations 3. And I don't have the, who that's courtesy of in front of me, but it is courtesy of a listener, and big thanks to them as well. My favorite space 4X game, by the way. Really is uh, Galactic Civilizations. Yeah, it's excellent. Oh, yeah, really, nice. really good. Cool. Yep. Um, all right, to, uh, let's see. The topic today, courtesy of... Uh, Friend of the show and uh, former lead singer or former keyboardist of the Scrambles, Lex Dallas, um, mm-hmm. who's been to a couple of Nerdtaculars, mm-hmm. um, came up with this one. From 2000 to 2015, Pixar released 13 films. Okay. So we don't want, you know, we're kind of narrowing it down to like that kind of middle area of Pixar and not, uh, you know, name all the Pixar films. We want you to think about what might have come out during that range. Tw- 2000 to 2015. These are only Feature-length films, Only right? feature-length films, correct. Right. And okay. I'll even help you out. Do you want some help, or do you feel pretty good about I it? I feel okay about it. Always, I'll use help. Well, all right, all a little right. bit of help. Stuff that came out after Toy Story 2 and came out before Finding Dory. So That makes sense. Two, uh, 1999, Toy Story 2, 2016, Finding Dory, if that helps. All right, nice. that's a nice little... Does. That's a good sandwich there. A little, a little yeah. bonus for you. Right. Uh, John, uh, who would you like to go first, and who do you think is going to win this thing? I am sure that Scott is going to win, mm. and Ooh. I'm sure that Dunaway can start. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. And you, say, and you said after Toy Story 2, so it's excluded, correct? Yes. After Toy Story 2, so Toy Story 2 excluded, Finding right. Dory excluded. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Toy Story 3. Uh, oh, Toy well, Story three, of course. Yeah. June eighteenth, twenty ten. Obviously, very well, good choice. Like that Brian a... Dunaway for our number eight of the thirteen films. Nice. Two thousand four is The Incredibles. Of course, Brad Bird, November fifth, two thousand four. They were Incredibles. It was a good All year. Right. Incredibles. I'm gonna go with Cars. 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 He hates these cars. June 9th, two thousand six. John Lasseter. And his cars move. John Lasseter. Uh, you got your Brad Bird came back for Ratatouille, I think. Ooh, that was a good I don't Did he, Scott? Yes. I kind of forgot about Ratatouille. I'm going to say he's got right. Well, I assume he did. He's right. Okay. Yes, 2007, Brad Bird, Ratatouille. Okay. June 9th was, that, uh, was the release date of that one. Okay. Ah. <sighs> By the That's way, chat room still arguing about uh, military time. Good, <laughs> good. That means they won't try to. I don't know what they're doing. Oh, by the way, Brian, do you have the dark crystal on some form of digital oh, media? My, absolutely, have the dark All crystal right. in many forms of of media. It's one of my favorite films, as well as Labyrinth. He has a porn Great. version as well. <laughs> the triple X dark crystal. It's called the the dark the dark, crystal. The yeah. darkest crystal. Yeah. The, oh, look at there. The dark right, crystal. So. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Cars Two. <laughs> Cars Two, 2011, June 24th, 2011 is when that one was picking released. the easy fruits. Hey, that's all right. Sometimes they're the the, uh, the best fruits as a defensive uh, maneuver. Right, right, right. Good fruits. Um. Oh, geez, my brain. You say the cutoff is 2013? No, the cutoff is 20. The end of 2015. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, end of 2015. Don't don't right. go by the years. Go by the milestone. Well, I, I remember a lot of these by years, though. So 
Um, oh, we watched at, at Nerdtacular 2012, I think. We, we all hung around, or a lot of us hung around on Sunday and watched Brave. We certainly oh. did. Wow. June 22nd, 2012. Yeah. Directed by Mark Andrews and Brenda Chapman. Brave. Mm-hmm. Murder. 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 I can do everything you do, but better. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go with... Uh... Ooh, how about... Up. Ah, up! Damn it! Did we say up? Yet? Up! Oh, I think Scott was holding on to up. I was. Uh, <laughs> like that guy in his balloons. Pete Doctor came out with up uh, May 29th, two thousand nine. His name was Pete Doctor. Yeah, Pete Doctor. Pete Doctor. He's awesome. I'm a Peter Doctor. Uh, Pete Doctor. He was responsible for. Hold on, you say it's from two thousand to twenty fifteen. <laughs> Right. Well, what, it. Was it Toy Story? <laughs> okay, well then I'll go with the other Pete Doctor one that I know of, which is uh, Monsters Inc. I don't know. Oh, I was in between. Monsters Inc. Yeah. November second, two thousand one. Pete yeah. Doctor. Ooh. Yes. It's a good movie. It's got a uh, uh, what's his name in it? Um, you, hit, you shot me in the face. Um, uh, Steve Buscemi. Uh, Steve Buscemi's uh, the chameleon guy in there. Billy He's, Crystal and uh, John Goodman. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yep, that is a good movie. I just realized John Goodman is in that, and and then Steve Buscemi is in that, and it would oh, yeah. be great if Sully would tell him to shut up, Donnie, you're once ready. in a while. You're out of your league. You're out of your league, Donnie. <laughs> shut the f you know up, what Donnie. You're talking about lizard. Ooh, the rain officially just turned to snow. Oh, oh so the ding, blizzard. Ding, ding. So I was the glad blizzard is that. now descending upon us. I was glad to see that that was hashtag weather related and not hashtag. Blizzard company related this. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Yes. Blizzard just fired the rain. Great. Right. Great. All right. So, well, if 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 that is in there, mm-hmm. I'm almost a hundred percent positive that I saw Monster University before I saw Finding Dory. Did mm. I? So, so how much is almost a hundred percent positive? Mm. Like you know, less the more you stall, but uh, pretty 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 sure. Pretty you sure <laughs> june 21st 2013 yes Ooh. directed by dan scanlon okay uh very good monsters university uh, uh inside Ooh. out Ooh, that's a good one. That, was one. that was in inside the year out. that was the fury road year i think <laughs> I think it was Inside Out, June nineteenth, twenty fifteen. Yep. Also directed by Pete Doctor. Oh, oh, Pete Doctor. I forgot about that. Yeah. So it is. He's great. Good. That it guy's, is good. That guy's yeah. awesome. He has some of the best stuff ever. He does. Wally. Back to Brian. <sighs> Wally. Shit, Wally. Right, right, right there in the Wally. middle, June twenty seventh, two thousand eight. Directed by Andrew Stanton. Oh yeah. Good old Wally. Uh wow! Oh gosh, you guys are you have two left. Two, two left. left is all. Yeah. Uh, how about um? So it was weird that year because in 2015 they sh- they had both Inside Out and another Pixar movie, which they never had two in a year before. I think, I think that's never happened before. Anyway, it was the Good Dinosaur, and I think that is a much yeah, much underappreciated that, that, thing. I liked after, it. Isn't it? It was it after? I don't know. No, it couldn't have been. I don't know. No, November 25th, 2015. Oh, yes, we get dinosaur. Grandma. All right. That's oh a good gosh. movie, by the way. Under wow. Underappreciated. So it was really, I liked it. it. All right. With one answer, Brian Dunaway either wins or loses right here. Oh, really? So there's only one left? Yep. There's only one left. 
You know, I was thinking earlier. We talked about the last one. Oh, I think I know what it is. Dory. Right. And I can't remember what Scott said already, though. Is that the first one he said? I don't know. You're going to have to have find that out it? for yeah. yourself. You have to say it and uh, take your chances. Was it, was it, did we find Nemo already? Did we? Let me tell us. Hold, hold on. Uh, let me t- explain one reason why the uh, that dinosaur movie was awesome. Yeah. It had Sam Elliott in it as a T-Rex. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, that's enough to make the whole movie fantastic. He was so was good. it a T-Rex with a big mustache? Please tell me it was a T-Rex with a big mustache. No, but they were big cowboy-like T-Rexes. It was like, hey, let me tell you, son, have a seat here. and I'll remember it. it was great. Wow. It's freaking great. Sam Elliott, Anna Paquin, Steve Zahn, Jeffrey Wright, Francis McDormand. I, I I don't think I think that's one I haven't seen out of all out of all of these. So I liked it. I don't know, but I've been I don't know, but I've been spinning around in my little spinny chair for the last five minutes, and I think I, <laughs> I think I'm just gonna be on the floor. All right, <laughs> all right. A, what's your what's your final decision. answer, Brian Dunaway? Oh, uh, uh, we 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 were not finding Dory. We were finding Nemo, unless you're jerking me around, and he's already said it. But Scott didn't go. <laughs> so I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. Finding Nemo has not been said yet. May 30th, 2003, also directed by Andrew Stanton. And that is the entire list. Of Congratulations. Yeah. And I saw You're every one of those winner. in the Except for the good dinosaurs. I saw that one in the theater. I've seen all these movies except for Cars 2. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't seen Cars 2 at all. And uh, for some reason, <laughs> I've never... That never, shouldn't count. Cars, <laughs> 2 is, Cars 2 is better than Cars 3, the most depressing of the cars. Just like Toy Story 3, the most depressing of the toys. Wait, I haven't seen Cars 3 either. When that come out? Well, guess what? Guess guess who who's all decrepit and must accept his his fate of of, of falling from fame. That's uh, right, Lightning McQueen. Yeah, Lightning McQueen sounds about right. And he probably says wow a lot in there. And here's the other wow. thing: uh, the the only other movie I haven't seen is Monsters University. That's the only other one I haven't. Oh, seen. Oh, really? Not because I, I didn't want to. Just I don't know. Never just never did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there you, you go. It. You know what that means? That since we got them all, it's an automatic win. Uh, yeah. For John, yes. John, congratulations! Been that in a while. Yeah, well done. Uh, here's what you got to do. Thank you very much. Here's what you have to do. Uh, you guys have email in Sweden, so here's what you got to do. <laughs> you got to send an yeah. email to I Brian. Quite a few times, actually. Yeah, Coverville at gmail.com <laughs> is the address you're going to send it to, and he will hook you up. And congratulations once again. Absolutely, congratulations, John. Yeah, well done, Brian Dunaway. Well done as well. You've uh, you and I, I proved today. I thought I had a good dinosaur. I thought I was. I was over here celebrating. I was. I always out. remember that one because I was. I liked it like a lot right. when it came out, and so I. And it didn't get as much you know praise as the other one that year because that thing was just pert near a uh, masterpiece, and so Good Dinosaur was like this little extra. It was like a little. I don't know. Almost like a little. I don't know. Like an extra. But again, Sam Elliott as a T Rex. Mm-hmm. What else are you gonna get in this life? Uh, it was fantastic. Anyway, having you on is also fantastic. I just wish you the best possible day. And may all your dreams come true. Oh, I hung up on him too soon. All right. Well, that's oh, fine. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Did you, you did you see Star is Born? No, still still haven't seen it. Okay. That's that's a great Sam Elliott role right there. Yeah, he was uh, nominated there for that thing. He was. He was. Right? Was that the movie he was nominated for? It's exactly the movie he was nominated for. Okay. I still want to see his you man who take... killed Hitler and then killed Bigfoot or whatever. I want to yeah, see that. Right. And then Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> and a caveman. Yeah, and a caveman. All right. Check it out, everybody. It's time for Whoops. It's time for this. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. Let's do some quick news brought to you by. 
Brought to you by Coverville today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, as long as, as Snowpocalypse doesn't take out the world. Uh, three birthdays we're celebrating today. Adam Levine, lead singer of Maroon 5. John Sebastian, lead singer of The Lovin' Spoonful. And Irene Cara, lead singer of the band Fame and Flashdance. Just kidding, they're not bands, they're movies, and she did the theme songs for them. And she also cried on camera. Aww. Aww. Also, we'll have some indies. Uh, indie in the middles, or not in the middles, uh, indie submissions, indie hodgepodges, just because uh, I didn't have enough stuff for all the other things. So a big four-set show with a birthday for each set. Nice. How about that? Sounds Coverville great. today, uh, twitch.tv slash Coverville. 1 p.m., you say? 1 p.m.? 1 p.m. Uh, in the news. Okay, now this story I'm about to tell you is actually old. It's from some year ago or more. Okay, all right. So, so uh, chat room, save your comments about, yeah. this is from 2018 or 2014. Yeah. yeah, ignore yourselves for a second because this just was too good to pass up despite the fact that it's older because I never heard of it before and it would okay. have absolutely come up on the show had I heard of it. Sure, the sure. The guy who played Barney the Dinosaur. Uh-huh. I love you, you love me, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is now a tantric sex therapist. Nice. Boom, chicka, 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 boom. Daniel, I, or sorry, David. Oh, go the ahead. First, the first word, the first sentence of this mm-hmm. now is making me think we've even talked about this on well, TMS before. I don't remember this. Have we talked about this? Yeah, but maybe not. Maybe not. City Sidian says we have 100% talked about this on the show. I don't remember <laughs> it at all. I think we totally have, especially now that I see the, the first line talking about the 30 clients that he calls goddesses. I, I guess so. Let's see. Offers full sexual experience with his goddesses. Reportedly does not use protection when having sex with clients. None of this is familiar to me. Really? I feel okay, like we I haven't talked about it, this. but we must. Yeah, but you can't trust your memory. You can't even remember saying anything about Mark Knopfler's penis yesterday. No, no. I yelled that out like some kind of crazy person. Right. So Kelly I, Clarkson! <laughs> it is like early early onset Tourette's or something, isn't it? When, I, <laughs> it when totally you yell is, something yeah. that random and you don't remember doing it? I don't know. We do a lot yeah. of stuff. We do. show. We, do. we should, I would say if we're going to do any story, if we just have time for one story, I think it's this one. The, the This one here? Yeah, I think that one, yeah. Yeah, this was making all the rounds yesterday. So let's talk it about is, it. Yeah. Uh, Felicity yeah. Huffman, Lori Laughlin, among several dozen, about 50 people in all, who have been mm-hmm. snared in an elite college cheating scheme. Some of which, like, one's like a Penn State coach or someone like that, or was it Penn State? or Right. Uh, nah, some big university coach accepted 400 grand to let some kid on, on a soccer scholarship and he'd never played soccer before. Yeah, did they photoshop like some they photoshop somebody into a sports mm-hmm. thing for a photograph or yeah. something? Now, I want to get something out of the way before I even mention this cuz yesterday you couldn't talk about it with somebody online going, "This is old news. They've been doing this for years. It's just now a big deal. Everyone's having a bunch of a bunch of faux outrage about it. This happens all the time." I don't care. It's about time it stops happening cuz this sucks. This is yeah, shitty exactly. parenting. And Felicity Huffman, by the way, married to the hecty mean, the hecty mean, Mr. Lundergaard over there. That's right. Mr. Shameless. Yeah, which yes. is great because there have been hundreds of memes since yesterday of him as Mr. Lundergaard running from the law for his little scheme, which is what all this oh, really? sounds like. <laughs> it's perfect. Like oh, someone will just awesome. put a picture of Buscemi and uh, the Russian guy uh, sitting at the table. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it say... Hey, these are, are these the two representatives that you met with that company? Because they're the ones I talked to when I was trying to get this deal going. It's pretty great. Pancakes. Could you go for some pancakes? Pancakes. Total silence. Total effing silence. 
I want to watch Fargo. <laughs> I'm in the mood. Anyway, uh, this is a nationwide sting. Uh, the FBI and the uh, United States Department of... Uh, what's it called? Justice Department. Uh, are charging these people for purportedly paying up to $6.5 million to place their children into elite universities uh, that were not eligible. They shouldn't otherwise have been eligible to go. The alleged scam is said to have placed in top colleges, including Yale, Georgetown, Stanford, University of Southern California, UCLA, and the University of Texas. It was run by William Rick Singer of California, who helped parents get their children's college admission through bribes, court documents unsealed, and Boston claim. Uh, let's see. Officials have been investigating the case named Operation Varsity Blues for more than a year. <laughs> I hope they present their case in court with nothing but whipped cream covering their boobs and their crotch. I hope that's That'd what be that great. happens. And, uh, yeah. Can I, I'd like to call to the stand uh, James Vanderbeek, please. Yeah. James Vanderbeek <laughs> to the stand, please. That'd be great, uh, Mr. Vanderbeek. Uh, <laughs> we don't really have any questions for you. We just wanted to. We just knew you weren't doing anything right now. That's so. right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, these are charges of racketeering, conspiracy, and obstruction of justice have been uh, leveled at this singer guy who is the, the admissions uh, consulting company founder. He pled guilty. So already he's pled, pled guilty. That coach I mentioned earlier pled guilty. Uh, at least 13 people, including Huffman and Laughlin's husband, Mossimo Giuliani. Gianuli. Whatever that Gianuli. is. Uh, were arrested. <laughs> they were arrested Tuesday morning. We're expected to make their first court appearance later in the day. Uh, Singer ran the charity Key Worldwide Foundation, which received $25 million in total in, uh, to guarantee the admissions. Uh, U.S. Attorney Andrew Lelling told, or said during a Tuesday news conference, the charitable foundation was allegedly used as a front to run the admissions scheme. Uh, yeah, they're all going to jail. I don't know about Huffman and others. I don't know what their culpability is when you are one of the pay- one of the people paying to do this versus the people running it. I don't know, um, but uh, yeah, ugly ugly business, shitty. Pa- okay, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna lay it out for you. Shitty parenting. This is not. The, this is bad. Okay, it's just bad. Just because you got a bunch of money, that's how your kids are gonna uh, find uh, their the you know achieve stuff. F you. That sucks. Right. That's right. bad for them. It's bad for you. It's bad for America. You it makes bastards. me wonder how many of these uh, parents told the kids what they were doing. Like, if the kids knew that they were getting, thought that they were getting in on their own merits, and then found out that they were basically getting paid into these uh, these colleges. Well, I'm guessing the kid, the soccer kid, knew. He must have known. Oh yeah, he had to know. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Felicity Huffman runs a parenting site. <laughs> <laughs> well. This is this is uh, the ultimate job of parenting. It's not the ultimate job of uh, <laughs> of being honest and truthful, but she she definitely put her children first. <laughs> you know, I saw a tweet from Donald Trump Jr. yesterday. Oh God, he's dun- he's dunking on Good old her. DJ DJ TJ. Yeah, and I said to myself, "Ooh, buddy, you might want to sit this one out, though. This probably is <laughs> yeah, right. probably a bad one for you to want to get involved in. We already yeah, know his, we already know his dad got." completely carried into that that college where he has threatened them not to ever show his SAT scores. It's pretty embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So right. there's no way. There's no way. Let me tell you this right now. I'll just say it out loud because I believe it to be true and you'll have to prove yeah. me otherwise. There's yeah. no way Donald Trump Jr. got into his school based on the merits of his academic, academic achievements. I guarantee Donald Probably, Trump yeah. Jr. did not do that. Guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's, I'm not trying to make this about Trump. The point is, did he go to Trump University, or is that uh, <laughs> was that around when he was? 
No, but we all should have gone there. Would have been great. We all should have gone there. Yes. Uh, I hear uh, the steaks are delicious. They're they're amazing. They're the best in the country. Nobody makes better yeah. steaks. I know steaks better than anyone. There's, there was um, a little bit of discussion, uh, and then we'll stop talking about them. But a little bit of discussion when I was out in Vegas uh, with Mitzula talking uh, uh, talking about um, where we're holding, um, hoping to hold the Saturday night event. Yeah. And uh, Mitzula said, you know, you should just tell Scott we should just swing by the Trump Hotel and we should tell Scott we found a place. They're totally willing to have us. And then send him a picture of the of standing in front of the Trump Hotel. Oh my gosh, I'd totally do that because I would love to just make fun of that place while we were there. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't want to be given any money. Well, I don't want to either. But my yeah. point is, like, if if it was if you guys pulled that on me, mm-hmm. I'd go I'd go all in. I'd be like, <laughs> look at this stupid gold thing in the bathroom. Look at this dumb, awful <laughs> idea for decor. Like, I would go I'd go hard on it. Yeah. Anyway, oh, is that the full list of people? Genie's got the fullest oh, of people. Fullest. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think Huffman and Laughlin are the only ones that um, that we know, right? Are the only the recognizable only recognizable names. names that are that are actors. Everybody else is like Ooh. CEOs and stuff like that. Elizabeth Kimmel is on the list of Las Vegas, and I wonder if she's because Jimmy Kimmel is from Las Vegas. Oh, is it his? It's not his wife, is it? She seems too old. Maybe an older sister or something. Oh, that'd be bad. Or it could just yeah. be Kimmel. Who knows? I mean, it could be yeah, just could be, a common name. Could be many Kimmels in Vegas. Uh, let's see. Felicity Huffman. Yeah, I don't... Oh, Toby McFarlane. I don't know who that is. Oh, they tell you here. Bunch of names. Uh, founder and CEO of Providing Drinking and Wastewater Systems, Devin Sloan. Yeah, these are a bunch of... Um, yeah, a bunch of a-holes. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't... Why would you help your kids cheat? This is the opposite of what your job is. Your job as a parent is to not do that. Now, I know money makes you weird. I get it. But you're, you have one job, and that is to help your kids find their own way and do it the best they can. And it's going to be a bumpy ride, but gosh dang it, maybe you can teach them a little uh, uh, exactly. something. Oh, right. my gosh. Humility or, or, you know, uh, you don't always get what you want, but, you know, hey, make the best with what you got. By the way. Elizabeth Kimmel uh, does not appear to have any immediate ties to Jimmy Kimmel, late-night television host who was raised in Las Vegas and attended Clark High School, according to the Las Vegas Review-Journal. So, All right. Uh, so before we get a... But Toby McFarland, oh no, that's got to be related to... <laughs> to Todd McFarland, the famed comic artist, or Seth right, McFarland, yes. the sure. famed uh, comedian TV guy. Oh, Jane Buckingham of Beverly Hills, California, has got to be related to Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah, that's the one of Buckingham Palace. Anyway, uh, it's a big mess. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, or no, after the song, <laughs> we're going to have... How long is this song? <laughs> we're going to have Tom here for uh, recommendals. We're going to talk... Or sorry, for Tom's sec time, we're going to have Nicole in after that for recommendals and some other stuff on the other end. So stick around for that. In the meantime, Brian, will you please explain this song to me? I will explain. Does the song really need explanation? Huh. Well, maybe. Um, friend of the show, another friend of the show, uh, Tanner Goodman, uh, who is starting a brand new podcast called uh, UTC Interviews, which stands for Under the Covers Interviews. Interviews artists that have done covers, and those shows will start appearing in the Coverville feed soon. Um, just interviewed a British-born Filipina singer named Clara, C-H-L-A-R-A. Um, she, uh, 
a great indie artist here, influenced by a lot of the stuff that her parents were listening to in the 70s, but then getting kind of a modern take on them, but grew up listening to stuff like Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, Air Supply, and then modernized stuff like Christina Aguilera, uh, Whitney Houston, and um, um, more modern stuff like Katie Malua, Chantel Chamberlain, Lionel Richie, etc. Anyway, uh, this is Clara and a brand new song called Unstoppable. We'll be right back. Stars that are shining in the sky. I've been waiting for one to shoot across tonight, and I've been sitting here wondering if love's really real. I don't want to just stay here without you. I don't want to just wish you were mine.
Hello, friends. Here to talk to you once again about our friends at Pitney Bowes. Are you paying too much to send out your packages and letters? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it is the word I was looking for. It'd be nice to have a solution that can give you the lowest rates with SendPro Online. It's easy to save time and money no matter where you send your stuff, from packages to overnights to letters, whatever it may be. Some great benefits to using SendPro. Easily compare USPS, UPS, and FedEx rates all in one online tool. Also gain access to special USPS savings for letters and priority mail shipping. Print uh, shipping labels and stamps from your own printer. I mean, come on. It's 2019 for heaven's sakes. Track all of your shipments and get email notifications when they've arrived. Uh, Here's what I want you to do. SendPro Online is only $14.99 a month. And for being the morning stream listener that you are, you can get a free 30-day trial to get started, plus a free 10-pound scale to help you more accurately weigh your packages. Visit pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience the better way to ship with a free trial of SendPro Online. In Old Salem County in southern New Jersey, the warm days and cool nights of September nurture a spinach that's filled with flavorful crinkles and swirls. That's the wrong one. Hold on. Let me fix that. <laughs> the morning stream. Let's go, sharks. We're back, everybody. Yeah, I'll fix that in post. Don't you guys worry. Okay. Did uh right. did mine left here get louder? Or is it just me? It's probably just me. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, yeah, how how can I answer that question with any any uh accuracy? When I say words to you, do you hear me more out of your right ear or just normal? Out of I hear ears? you normal. Okay. Yeah. That answers it then. I think it's my ear. Okay. Oh, I see you're just saying sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh all right. Hey, let's do hey. the next thing, which is very ace detecty, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we're going to call Tom Merritt of the Daily Tech News Show and start it with this. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man, as always, each and every Wednesday that we can have him anyway, is Tom Merritt. <laughs> Hi, Tom Merritt. Good morning. <laughs> I'm glad you added that last codicil. Yes. Each and every Wednesday when we can have them. Yeah, when we can have them here. <laughs> Offers Tom- may vary, not valuable. <laughs> when available. Well, I mean, you were in Texas for a week, and so that we didn't get to have you last week, which was, you know, kind of a bummer. Right. Uh, but we also knew you were up to some fun stuff, and so I hope you had a good well, time someday, there. Someday, airplanes will let me stream to the morning stream. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know, yeah. it's cool, because hotels are starting to add... Um, uh, podcasting rooms now, like where you can stay in some hotels, and they've actually got like a sound booth, stuff on the walls, sound absorbing panels on the walls, microphones set up. Not many of them, but yeah. no, uh, yeah. but they're starting to become more and more prevalent. I just, what is uh, that for? That's for that. podcasters, or is that for f- podcasters? Yes, really? <laughs> by podcasters for podcasters. <laughs> That's very odd. I had never heard of that. All right, I yeah. want to. I want to see one of those. I, I don't know if is I that wanna... is that widespread or is that one hotel did it and created a press release and everybody's excited about it. I don't know. Um, according to an article that came out March seventh on uh, theringer.com, Room and Pod, the hot new hotel amenity, is a podcast studio. Mm. Uh, the Detroit Foundation hotel. hotel. Well, no, LA's Mayfair Hotel has added it. 
Um, okay. The Ace Hotels in LA and London have recording gear free of charge. Yeah. Uh, Stockholm's very swanky, very modern hotel at six has a rentable podcast studio. Moxie right, downtown right. Chicago hotel. Yeah. Feels for real. Yeah. 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 It may not be wide, widespread, but that's enough no. different places. That, yeah. That's legit. It's a very yeah. unusual. Uh, it is a weird thing to thing. Add, I guess because yeah, everybody yeah. has a podcast. <laughs> look at these. Well, hips, it, look, look at it, these hipsters in that article. Being one of those, like, you know, Japanese hotel adds robot. Like, oh, hotels are getting robots. Well, no, right. 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 Exactly. But this yes. this seems like, no, this is a this is the real deal. Like, this uh, like is more quite hotel a few. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to, I wish they had a list on here of ones that, uh, um, and then they've got podcast studios that are now letting uh, podcasters uh, sleep on the floor. So Great. it's coming full circle. <laughs> They're merging. Finally. Look at these hipsters. Is it a hotel or a podcast studio? I can't even tell anymore. <laughs> exactly. Do you guys know who Moxie... Hold on. Mo, what's it called? Moxie Marlin Spike? No, sorry. Moxie Fruvis? Bumble Spot? Oh, that's the name of their place. Well, anyway, there's Moxie some... Moxie Music? There's some young, hipstery-looking folks here on this uh, thing making a podcast in the Marriott. And, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Moxie Bumble Spot. Sure. I, I, when she was called into the Hunger Games, I volunteered as tribute <laughs> to take her place. <laughs> Isn't she the new defense against the dark arts uh, teacher? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. She's the one. <laughs> Finally, she used she to, to do. Yeah. <laughs> the wrath, the wrath, uh, or wraith eighty six. Moxie Oron. <laughs> yeah, Moxie Oron. Very well done. Moxie Oron. All right. Anyway, uh, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to want to see one of these one day. I just want to get yeah. into one of those hotels and check that out. And no chat room. Now, I don't see anyone who's younger than me than as a hipster. I'm seeing people with torn jeans. And goofy clothes as a hipster. That's what I'm doing. Hey, speaking of hipsters, we got Uh, one right here. My jeans are torn. I know. That's why Uh, you're here. I want to have hipsters on the show. Uh, Hipster Merit. Hipster Merit. Tom the Hipster Merit. You know him. You love him. And he's here with the latest in tech headlines. Uh, What's going on? I know we got a... uh, uh, There's a lot of talk about this Apple event on the 25th and uh, all that. But uh, I'm wondering what's uh, on the tip of your tongue today. Oh, fine. Let's talk about the Apple event. (laughs) I mean, do you think, okay, all of, all signs point to this is their big streaming service announcement, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I always like to say Apple didn't say what it would be, but they did everything, you know, but but tip their hat when they, they sent out the invite saying it's showtime. The last time Apple used it's showtime, as The Verge pointed out, was when they launched movies and TV shows on, on iTunes. So mm. it seems pretty likely that that's what we're going to get. All of the the sources have been telling the usual outlets like Bloomberg that that's what we're going to get. So yeah, uh, I imagine we'll get we'll also get not only the TV streaming service but also the news service where you'll be able to subscribe. Uh, remember they they bought a company that does like a subscription news and magazine service, kind of a Netflix style service. Uh, and I, I would imagine they're going to launch that as well. Mm. Uh, the, the news out today is that in advance of this March 25th announcement, Apple has been uh, hurriedly having meetings with AT&T about HBO, with uh, CBS about CBS All Access and Showtime, uh, with Stars to try to get these services into the system. And in fact, it doesn't sound like we're going to get a ton of Apple originals out of the gate. Uh, which makes sense. You know, we, we've heard about all the ones that they've signed, and it's a lot, but not all of those started production at the same time. Not all of them say, take the same time to produce. So you can't imagine that all of their TV shows are going to be ready on March 25th. So we'll probably get a couple originals from Apple, but the bigger draw here will be some kind of simplification of billing. 
is my guess. Right. Uh, to say, hey, you guys are tired of having to manage all your subscriptions. What if we had a service that could tell you uh, if you want this show, we'll handle figuring out which subscriptions you want and give you one simple bill. Mm. That That is my guess is what Apple's going to pitch, along with some kind of interface that makes it really easy for you to find your shows and watch them. Sure. Oh, that'd I, be nice. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about all of it. Um, you know, this Tiki Watiti uh, Time Bandits mm -hmm. thing was just, bandits, yeah. just announced, so that's obviously not in production yet. But um, Yeah, that one won't be around for a while. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember which ones are the longest running one. I think the Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston one was one of the early announcements. Mm. Don't forget uh, uh, Carpool Karaoke. Mm. Carpool Karaoke is is the one everyone always brings up, but you got to remember that was started long before this project. Well, that's true. Oh, yeah. sure. It's right. produced by CBS mm -hmm. for Apple. Right. Uh, which, I mean, it, that still makes it an Apple original, but it is a very different animal. And it's the only thing that continued. They also have that had that app uh, yes, oriented. The app like, review one with the Shark Gwyneth Tank Paltrow. thing. They right. stopped that. Mm. So I, I think they feel like Carpool Karaoke just makes sense as a way to get Apple Music fans uh, you know, to watch some video and, and get excited about music. Yeah. And I, I don't consider that to really be have any impact on this service. Although it it would be silly for it not to be available to me. Yeah, of I'd be, I'd be, I'm, I'm curious about that. It feels a bit like the comedians and cars getting coffee deal that Netflix now has with Seinfeld, where that started somewhere else. That started then, on Crackle. Yeah. yeah, Crackle, and then it was, it was, um, who, uh, who was the big supporter? It was what car company, whatever it was. But it was like, oh yeah, that uh, it was basically a branded video to a certain extent because yes. he always drove, drove their car and obviously worked really well because neither Scott or I can remember what <laughs> yeah. car company. It was. I want I want to say what's Nissan's luxury brand? It's um, accurate not accurate ac uh, not accurate. It that's is? Honda. Yeah, I uh, can't think about it, but I want to say it was Nissan's accurate. Lexus? No, that's Toyota. No, Lexus is Toyota. Toyota, that's right. Uh, oh my gosh, why can't I think of that? Chat room, come on, belly it up, cough it out. Acura. No, that's Honda. That's. <laughs> That's Honda. We just said that. Yeah, that's Honda. That's not it. Uh, Infinity, that's it. Infinity, right. Pretty right. sure it was Infinity. Infinity is what they did. Something like that. Anyway. Infinity. Uh, Infinity. Uh, well, all right. Add Infinity. Do you, do, you, do you still, are any of the rumors, I mean, we won't know this, obviously, till the day. I guess I'm asking for your speculation, but do you think any of those old rumors about, hey, this service will be a service people can pay for, but also... There's rumors that if you're an iPhone iOS user or you somehow are paying for other Apple services, that this is just going to be a free add-on to everything you're already doing. Do you think there's well, any way that happens? When you're talking about Apple's originals, that's the thing that people haven't been sure of. Mm. And my speculation had been that if you're using an Apple device, you'll get the originals. That'll just be part of the deal. Uh, all of these stories today really do make it seem like the Apple originals are just a bonus on top of this other service that the service will actually be highlighting all the other stuff you can get through it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that they're, they're trying really hard to sign up enough companies that it will be compelling to say, oh, hey, you know, for, for a, you know, maybe not an all you can eat price, but for a simplified billing, I'll be able to get HBO stars, et cetera, you know, yeah. all packaged together. They already in their TV app will show you and track the things you're watching through Hulu and and Vicky and CBS and, and HBO, uh, so I would imagine that will continue and, and make that interface part compelling. And given all of that, 
my guess is the Apple Originals uh, will just be uh, on top of that. Like, oh, and you'll we'll also have original TV shows if you're a member uh, of this service. If you know you'll you'll be able to just watch your watch these shows that we're producing as, as an added bonus. And if you're not uh, an Apple TV subscriber, is where I don't know whether they will whether they will provide an app for that uh, on Android like they do with Apple Music or whether they will just say you you can buy those through the iTunes store and the iTunes store is available on Android and also available on Samsung TVs now and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. I think, uh, I think it'd be really fun if they trolled everybody and just got up on stage and said, uh, it's showtime. And then they just have an updated showtime app for showtime subscribers <laughs> or they, or they, uh, they stream uh, monsters Inc. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> no, showtime. It's, it's showtime. The only app that agreed to be at our new service. <laughs> I mean, it is, a, they have a stiff, uh, this is a stiff order at this stage. I think it's going to be interesting because, yeah, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot more competition than there used to be, but also, you know, a lot of weird little ones. And I subscribed to BritBox recently for reasons I'll explain in Nicole's segment today. Oh, um, yeah. A little $5 a month unit there. Um, BritBox is coming to Britain. Oh, good. They're actually, the, the fact that it's it, it has succeeded so well in North America uh, has caused them to, to want to offer it in the UK. So it's going to have all different shows, but they're going to make some originals, which means we'd probably get those over here, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's it's pretty interesting combination of several different broadcasters, including the BBC, putting it together now in the home country. Sure, uh, yeah, we, where it all came from. You were the test market for BritBox in Britain. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I have yeah, a, kind of. I have a taste for British stuff, and I thought I'd give it a shot. So I'm actually still in my trial, but uh, that's because you don't like flavors. I am a flavorless man. <laughs> oh, uh, we were talking about the uh, British the, food uh, is very good and gourmet, <laughs> and there are many good restaurants in Britain. I'd like to add that disclaimer to my joke. Thank, Thank you. you. Very nice job. You staved off. Uh, a we lot talked of about the new Time Bandits thing. Back, back to the uh, potential or the the Apple TV shows they're talking about. The other one that I'm excited about is the Ronald D. Moore space drama series. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't know anything about that really, other than no. the generic. No. There's also uh, Outer Limits from Steven Spielberg mm -hmm. coming. Oh, oh separate from wow. Amazing Stories. Because oh, I'm sorry, Amazing, Amazing Stories. I said the wrong yeah. thing. Uh, okay. Amazing Stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Stories. I was going to say Outer Limits by Steven Spielberg. That'd well, be awesome. basically, uh, Outer Limits with all the guns turned into walkie-talkies is Amazing. There's stories. a Twilight oh, Limits coming from Jordan Spielberg. Oh, good. <laughs> Twilight <laughs> Limits. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's This Is Us, which is about a group of uh, brothers and sisters who find that they have uh, evil duplicates, evil doppelgangers. <laughs> that have, this uh, is capital this is U.S. Us. Yeah, yes. this is us. Oh, that's, that's a crossover I, like I kind it. of want. Well, anyway, it'll be interesting. They certainly have the money. The question is, do they do they have the zero to 60 impact? And that's the hard part. Like Most of these yeah. places have to either earn it over time or it's a bunch of media that's coming to a new platform that you that was already there so they have the strength of their back you know their their back catalog and this is a case where it's like brand new service brand new shows brand new money brand new everything and i i hope it goes i, I okay. think you're thinking about it wrong now yeah. uh, my my sense today and this may change by march 25th but yeah. my sense today is apple's not going to be pushing it as an apple television service with apple created content apple's going to be pushing it as we've solved 
your frustration mm. because that's what Apple does, right? They say, you know what you're frustrated with? You're frustrated with the fact that there's too many darn services out there to choose from. Mm. And you've got to keep track of all these different subscriptions. Wouldn't you like it if somebody just made all that easier for you? Well, guess what? Apple did it. Mm. Uh, it's the new Apple television service. Whether you want to subscribe to HBO or CBS All Access or Showtime or Stars or whatever, it's all right there in one bill. We keep track of it. We remind you when if you haven't been watching things in it uh, and help you unsubscribe. And guess what? It's available right now on all iOS and tvOS devices. Plus, you'll also get access to some special originals that are only available through Apple. Mm. Don't have an Apple TV? No big deal. We've been making AirPlay uh, partnerships with most of the major smart TV brands and even the Roku. So even if you don't have an Apple TV, as long as you have an iOS device, you'll be able to stream all of these great contexts with the simplified billing right from your phone. It's coming <laughs> two weeks. It's called iTV. Mm. I don't know what you are, I don't know what Apple is going to announce, but I want what Tom is selling. Yeah. <laughs> no, what you're saying is real good if that's what they're doing and i think it's that a good sell for them that is my right now uh, i just uh, sent all my credit card information out. to tom Merritt. Yeah. Just, i just gave him all my money you did you did a really <laughs> i mean that was a really cogent job there you just did of, of pushing that you and said one more thing yeah yeah there's gonna be a one more thing i don't know what that is yeah you get jennifer aniston visit your house it's <laughs> really good her breath smells fine you know what tim tim we're not gonna call him tim apple anymore we're gonna call him tom apple from now on how about that <laughs> tom apple. you like tom apples yeah tom apples are good uh, well, all right. This is uh, just one of many subjects that are floating around the tech world this week, and uh, we'll talk about more of them today on the Daily Tech News Show, which I am on, and Tom is back for for a Wednesday. Uh, yeah. So looking forward to that. Tom, anything else you'd like to mention before we go? Uh, just uh, that, that Molly Wood and I are, are back hatching our old plots on podcasting uh, with It's a Thing at itsathing.me. Uh, every week, we pick a few trends to discuss and, and discover new things. Uh, we, we recorded our episode when I was in Austin last week, and both of us started with things that were like, well, I guess this is okay. And then in the course of our conversation, we just discovered all kinds of cool stuff we hadn't thought about. Uh, and you get to hear us discovering it live uh, on the podcast. So <laughs> nice. if you haven't checked it out already, go check it out at it's a thing.me. It's a thing.me. Tom Merritt, Ace Detect on Twitter. Take it easy. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, Bye now. All right. Whoops. Excellent. That made Brian not center of attention. Now he is. Oh, oh, thank goodness, because that is where I need to be all the time. You were just a little postage stamp for a second, but not now. We had that uh, We had that wonderful and lovely Molly Wood on America's Next Top Podcaster this last week as part of the storytelling. Oh, it happened then. It happened. Oh, good. That's fantastic. Oh, wait, is that one out yet? That one's out. I think it's out. Is it? Shoot. Oh. Uh. I know I haven't heard it yet. No, well, maybe it's not out yet. <laughs> Guess what, everybody? <laughs> <clears throat> That's right. Jenny coming. Josephson's uh, shows have come out. Well, guess what? Surprise! <laughs> I think you're thinking. You're probably thinking of Jenny's. She was awesome. I recorded the. She she was awesome. I recorded the intros for um for Mollywood stuff. So that's why it's coming oh, soon. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, Spoiler. Molly's awesome. Jenny's awesome. So we get we're such a sausage fest sometimes, but these ladies, man, they're great. Oh, for sure. Yeah. S speaking of one, she's coming on the show right now. Check it out. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's Nicole Spagnolo, also from Colorado. Also, and this guy, this that, guy. Yeah, look at this guy. Is that guy. Mark is that or your Mark brother? Or your we brother? can't tell from the. <laughs> That's Mark. Oh, is that Mark? Okay. okay. 
we're taking us. It's a snow day here in Colorado, so yes. kids are home. Yeah, yeah everybody's snow cool. just started coming down here. We're already up yeah. to eleven feet. How about you? You got uh, <laughs> only five feet. <laughs> only five feet. Okay, good. Oh, is that all? Okay, it's not so bad. Oh yeah. Yeah, the entire center of the country pushed west a little bit is supposed to just be a nightmare today. So everyone be yeah. careful, drive careful, do all those things, and don't, I don't know, don't go out in the snow if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Although if you snow, if you're, if you're build a snowman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can build a snowman, do that. Do you or, want to build a snowman? I would, I would love, love to, to build a snowman. Let's build a snowman. <laughs> let's do it right now. And this is good sticky, this is sticky snow where I am at least. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's very go wet. Out. Yeah, go yeah, out and make yourself snowman. so much warm weather that this is like, it is it is the perfect snowman building snow. Yeah. Or if you ski, good day to ski. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hey, check I it do out. Not ski. Oh, I don't either. I don't like skiing. <laughs> it's uh, Nicole's bag. She she is here to uh, talk about streaming stuff uh, in the world of uh, streaming services that we watch and liked. Uh, we do this each mm-hmm. and every week, and um, we usually start with Brian. I don't see any reason why we shouldn't today, Brian. One day we're not going to start with yeah, Brian. One day I know, Daniel, and then people will then <laughs> people know that the apocalypse is upon us. Uh, this is uh, from 2018. Listen, the clip that I pulled was very, very obvious, so I made a little bit of an edit that you probably won't even notice, but I wanted to keep things kind of guessable and not super obvious. So, all, all right, right. let's take a listen and see what we got here. Check it out. The island's long dormant volcano, reclassified as active, has shown considerable unrest in recent months. Geologists now predict an extinction-level event will kill off the last living caveman on the planet. Since the disaster that shocked the world in 2015, the Masrani Corporation has paid out more than 800 million in damages to settle class action lawsuits brought by survivors. Activist groups have mobilized around the globe in what has become the flashpoint animal rights issue of our time. With an eruption expected at any moment, the U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Do cavemen deserve the same protections given to other endangered species, or should they be left to die? I have no idea what this is. I like your caveman Is this a documentary or is this like a a It is a fictional film. A real live fictional film. Okay. Uh, I have no idea. It's something apocalyptic-y sort of-ish. If I I said- Was it whales? It was not whales. whales. If I said replace the word caveman with the word dinosaurs, would that give it to you? Um, Uh, No. Hold on. Okay, well, it's, it's not that uh, new Jurassic. New... Is it the new Jurassic Park thing? It is a little, oh. a little film called Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Oh, <laughs> I didn't go see it. I had no idea what this oh. is. Oh, you threw yeah. me. Mm. Yes, it is. Uh, it's the fifth installment of the Jurassic Park uh, film series, and uh, came out last year. Of course, you get your Chris Pratt, your Bryce Dallas Howard. This one adds um, James Cromwell and Toby Jones. They're in the a hamster group. ball, right? They are for for a little bit. They are in a hamster ball for for a few fleeting moments. Yeah. Um, not something you should have paid to go see in the theaters. Definitely worth seeing if you happen to have uh, an HBO subscription. So, mm-hmm. um, I found it very entertaining, and I think it's just because I didn't pay to see it. But it does, it does go back to, uh, well, it goes back to Isla Nubar. Uh, Nublar uh, and and kind of what happens there and all the stuff. So you get some nice callbacks to not just the last Jurassic World do movie, but the watch, original. Do I have to watch Jurassic World to know this movie? Because I haven't seen either. <laughs> yes, I would say. I mean, you don't have to. Um, yeah. They do. They do a little bit of um, of recap from the last movie. 
the 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 stuff they're talking about from 2015 is from Jurassic World, but um, I'd say I'd say you could do worse than watching Jurassic World and then watching this. Yeah, if you got yeah. four that's hours a, to burn, go for it. That's a gl- glowing recommendation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd say I'd say there's no reason for you to watch this film without watching Jurassic World, but I'd say there's no reason for you to, to do it Which either. one of so, the two is better? I, I get the impression that Jurassic World 1 is better than Jurassic World, whatever this one is. Oh, yeah. no, I think I enjoyed this one more than Jurassic really? World. Oh, really? Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, that's been, you are on the opposite side of most I must folks. Be. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. I felt like there was actually a moment in this film, in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, where I almost teared up, where I came close to tearing oh? up. Wow. Like I, I, if you If Tina would have said something... Uh, it might have pushed me over the edge, and I'd be like, "Let's see." Fanning your eyes. I would have been exactly. Hold on, give me a second. Give me a second. It's according to, I'm just trying to see the differences here. Yeah, so Jurassic World, yeah, the, the Lost World. So this is the last one. No, that's yeah. that's sorry, that's the Jeff Goldblum one. Uh, yeah. hold on. Why Jurassic I... World. Just I think it was just called Jurassic World. Was the last. Uh, the second, the last one was Jurassic World. The fourth, right? This is and having a hard time finding the results. Jurassic World, the sequel. I don't know. I can't find it. <laughs> okay, I just want to find the differences between these two movies, how they did critically. Let's see. So you got your, uh... oh, geez. Okay, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. That's what you just watched. Yes, that's um, what I just watched. That one is at 48% and Jurassic World at 72 So Brian's yeah. the opposite. Of the world, <laughs> yes. What was the? Sorry, tell me the numbers again. Forty-eight uh, percent for the one you just watched, and uh, for the old one, 2015's seventy-two. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it's not like zero and ninety-nine. I mean, well, no, 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 no. I don't mean that, but you know what one I mean. One is opposite, lower than fifty. The, the, the opposite of the world, Brian. You're the, the opposite of the world. Here's the world. Humanity that ever enjoyed that movie more than the last one. Here's the world right over here. This hand. Here's Brian. He is the opposite right. of the world. Way over there. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think uh, there, there's this one was um, a nice conclusion to the previous film, which I felt like was was eh, predictable. So and watching the, the Jurassic World actually did help make you enjoy the second one. Probably. Yeah, that's true. You know what? Uh, I'll give it to that, that um, even though I enjoyed this one more, I don't think I would have enjoyed it more had I not seen Jurassic World before it. So there you go. Oh, maybe that. Yeah, maybe it's better because you do the two. I have no interest in dinosaur movies. Oh, really? None. Hmm. Wow. At all. How do you feel about the original Jurassic Park? Not a fan? I liked it. I liked the first one. How do you feel about Land Before Time? Yeah. (laughs) Um... I watched the first one and I cried and then I was done with them. <laughs> the first one's good. The rest are terrible. Yeah. yeah. Don't watch the rest of those. The first one's great. Yeah. Movie. And there is a Jurassic World 3 that's been announced for 2021. So sweet. Well, so you better watch these so that you understand what's going on. And then or just one. not watch it yeah. or just not watch any of them. <laughs> is Chris you Pratt do that? Chris yes. Pratt signed for that one too. Or is he done? Do we know? Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's character. Is signed on. There's no way Chris Pratt can be. I'm, I'm sorry. Chris Pratt is not signed on uh, for the. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to. Mm. I'm trying to put a spoiler in where there's no spoiler. Oh, no. So maybe they get eaten at the end of the second one. That's oh, what I was You never about. know. You never know. See, here's the thing, though. I enjoy learning about dinosaurs, like documentary style, like those. I'll watch that, but I, I don't sure. know. I mean, I've watched The Good Dinosaur, but 
I, I really don't seek out dinosaur movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I don't know. Fair enough. Look, it's. Uh, I like to see the chats saying, I'm with you. So I'm not alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One or two people in there. <laughs> like you're a no interest in dinosaurs from uh, Bagheera or Sam Jane. <laughs> I like dinosaurs fine if it's a good movie. But if it's not yeah. a good movie, then forget I'd it. say, you know. Did, so did you see you saw the first uh, or you saw Jurassic World right Scott I did yeah saw and what would you what would be your your rating on that one um I liked it more than two uh the Jeff Goldblum well, two sure, that was sure. a terrible lost world yeah uh but it I liked one and three more than world and then I, I think you'll like this one less than three yeah but more than two oh <laughs> Okay. And probably less than four, but more than more than two. Okay, <laughs> that doesn't sound too bad. I can deal with yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, go see so everyone. See the friendly. What's it called? The good, the dinosaur. good dinosaur. Watch that instead. That's a nice little movie. It's not uh, sadly not streaming anywhere. No. That will make you cry. That'll be that'll be on your Netflix uh, or no, sorry, your um, your Disney Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah, watch for that. Yes. All right. Uh, here's my clip of a thing that is so different from Brian's this week. It's almost painful <laughs> to play it, but I'm going to play it anyway. See if you guys can figure it out. It's a trailer from a special episode of this show. So it's tonight. So I know it's a series, but it's the best I could find trailer wise. Um, mm, otherwise, a special but, blossom. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> we'll see if this guy's <laughs> helps you, helps you figure it out. Here you go. There's nothing like an exotic holiday abroad. Egg sausages, beans and chips seven times. Will you be taking the wine or the brown ale? Warm, tropical nights. Mrs. Slogan. I was just putting a little more air in my liner. Any ideas? Any guesses? Is it Faulty Towers? No. Oh, uh, you're era, I saw that was you going are, on. You are era correct, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're in the zone. Uh, I mean, we've had Monty Python. I mean, that, that sounds kind of Monty Python-ish, but... Uh, not them. Yeah. The other hint is I subscribe Benny to Hill. A, a, nope, but you're but you're still era correct. So I I I your uh, Brit your Britcast thing or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, Britbox it's called. Britbox. Um it's all Britney Spears songs. Weird. I didn't expect that. Just kidding, it's not. <laughs> <clears throat> but I subscribe to it just for that because it's not streaming anywhere else. Well, people in the chat room are saying, are you being served? Which seems to make sense. That is correct. Are you being yeah. served? So when I was a kid uh growing up on PBS at night they would show this weird british comedy in between a bunch of others that we would watch and it was called are you being served which was started in 72 and ran through i want to say 84 and then came back later as a new series called are you being served again which was the same cast but now they're running like a fancy bed and breakfast kind of english um countryside kind of inn sort of thing and even more recently in 2016 there was a standalone single movie made that's a whole new cast and uh they just kind of try to recapture that vibe of the old 70s show in it anyway it was it's one of these croft and whatever their names are that made all those old uh sid Sid and marty croft not not uh, sid and marty croft what were their names david croft and ah i forgot the other guy's name but anyway the this these this pair of british dudes uh, who used to make a bunch of uh, sitcoms slash comedies for, for the BBC. And this was one of those. It was very popular at the time. Uh, I remember there was a period there my mom wouldn't let me watch it because it was a little saucy. But in by today's terms, it's freaking silly. But it Where's would be it streaming? Lloyd, Lloyd, and, Lloyd and Croft. Yeah, Lloyd and Croft. There you go. Uh, it's Brit, is this streaming somewhere? Where is this? Brit Box. 
The one I was oh. just telling you about, yeah. Which you can get a free 30-day? 37-day, sorry. Seven-day trial. Seven-day trial. Or no, I'm sorry. Thir- is it 30? It might be Is it through? 30. Uh, oh, no. I, the first season is on... Um, oh, no. It's through BritBox. You're right. Yeah. On Amazon. Yeah, Amazon has a BritBox thing as well. Seven-day free trial. I Amazon. just did it through the app, and you can subscribe that way, and it, that's, that was how I did it. But I just got this hankering for it and a taste for it, and I don't know why. I just miss those old British comedies. Yeah. My grandfather used to love all those. Like he's the one who got me into uh, Faulty Towers, and he would watch Are You Being Served and uh, mm-hmm. all the stuff like that. Yeah. My dad watched Benny Hill all the time. Mm. Yeah, it was, a st- in some ways, it was a staple of my childhood. But a lot of it, my parents wouldn't let me watch. And so this was one that snuck in and would always have these like tawdry little jokes or innuendos and stuff. But it's about this these people that all work at a basically a. a, a department store in london and mm-hmm. it's i mean it's not how do i put this it's not great i mean there's nothing about it that's, <laughs> it's not faulty towers faulty towers is genius right that is one of the greatest comedies of all time british or otherwise this is just fun dumb very british very very british humor it's hard, the best way i can describe it um, and I enjoy it. So I've been binging that hard and it's, I'm a dream. It's too much. I've been dreaming about it cause I just kind of have it on all the time and, I, and I'm going to get through the whole thing. And I never did see the, 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 the offshoot where they ended up in a, uh, out in the middle of the countryside running a bed and breakfast in thing. So I'm going to watch that. Um, I don't know why I'm so hooked on it, but I am. So there it is. It's, uh, available now on BritBox, which uh, apparently you can add as an add on <clears throat> in your, uh, Amazon prime video set up if you want to do it that way mm-hmm. uh, cool. have you watched the show um mum not ma'am but mum no <laughs> that's on Britbox. no is it another comedy another comedy is it yes. new or old or uh old 2016 but it's uh it's called ma'am no it's oh. called mum oh it's not that old i don't mean yeah 2016 is not very ago. old well <laughs> meaning it's not it's not like a brand yeah. new series kind of yeah. thing oh, okay yeah. i just meant like is it old as dirt which is what i'm looking for oh, yeah. i want this no. 70s era stuff what's the one with um oh that chloris leachman um what do you think of her name who played m on the james bond movies oh dame dame uh, judy, judy dench judy dench judy dench yeah yes. judy judy gench Duty, duty, gench. <laughs> she was in some show with I can't remember that guy's name either, but they were in the show about growing old together that I used to love when I was a kid, and I want, and that's on there. I'm going to watch that. Um, it's just a fun, stupid thing, and for whatever reason, British British comedies were a really important uh, part of my junior high years, and so I'm enjoying it. And it's great, Yay. and I like it. Cool. Uh, so go check that out. All right. Uh, Nicole, let's get uh, so, to yours. What do you got there? Uh, before I get into mine, you brought up Cloris Leachman. Is it Leachman? Le- Le- Leachman. Leachman. Yeah, Le- yeah. yeah Leachman. Cloris Leachman. So, did you watch American Gods when it came out on oh, Stars? Oh, yeah. Last season? She was, she's great in that. Real good. Uh, so, the new season is on, and I subscribed to Stars. <laughs> yeah. Of course you <laughs> Through do. Amazon. Uh, and we start watching the first episode of season two. I just, I love that show so much. She's in it. It's wonderful. If you're not familiar with American Gods, check it out. It's yeah. great. If you haven't read the book, read it. It's one of the best I, books I ever read. I loved it. And I'm I'm finding I'm enjoying the the show more since I read the book. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I read the book first, and then I started watching the show, yeah. and I'm just I'm loving 
seeing it come to life. I agree. Um, I agree. It's it's so. totally worth reading, even if you never see the show, but also it will enhance your enjoyment of the show for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah team and I, I've been waiting. I, I don't know why we're waiting anymore because uh, first season is completely bingeable now on Amazon. Yes. Prime, so, mm-hmm. but you still have to, you still have to buy the, uh, well, um, you can do the seven day free trial through Amazon, oh, which yeah. I've, this is the second time I've done it. Cause I did it the first time with, uh, the first season. And oh, I wonder how long you have to wait. Between, I don't know. Uh, interesting. They gave, me, they gave me another seven days. I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, dang it. I should have waited till the end. Still but. on the fence, uh, Amazon. Can I try it again just mm-hmm. to see? <laughs> but this is the kind of show that I want to watch when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's up to like Game of Thrones level for me. Oh, wow. So I, uh, we start watching it and it's wonderful and I, I love it. I wish it was, a, how do I explain this? I, I I'm agree, I'm in a full agreement here, in that it's cool. I just wish it was a little less. Um, it, how do I explain this? Everything looks like it's got like a CGI color filter on it. Do, mm. do you know what I mean? Well, there's times. I mean, because you go into you know what they call the I think the backstage or something like that. So everything is very mythical and mm-hmm. at times, mm-hmm. and there's just weird stuff happening, and those those moments where they kind of do some filters and things like that kind of give you a, an idea of when the weird stuff is happening. Yeah. It's a really cool concept as well. It's just a man, it's good. The yeah. the house um so season 2 they actually take you to the was it House on the Rock? Mhm. Oh, on the right. Rock. Yeah. That place is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you seen this place? No, I haven't like seen I bet it yet. you their tourism goes way up <laughs> oh how is it a real place oh like, that's right because it's it a, is real a real place, place in middle america yeah, yeah what is Neil, Kansas or because i was reading um so when i read the book there was a whole intro by neil gaiman and he was talking about his road trip i mean he spent months on the road going to these weird side roadside Wisconsin. attractions yeah hmm. um and this was one of his favorites that he kind of features in the book and they film at the at the actual place. Huh. Um, and it's I was like, is this a movie studio? Is this an actual place? And I looked it up and it's a it's a real place. Oh, wow. and it's that is crazy weird. looking at these photos. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the other thing is the ending, the end song of the first episode of the second season stay to the end. The song that plays is really cool to the point where you go is that johnny cash mm-hmm. and then you google it and you're like oh my gosh that's not johnny cash i don't think johnny cash would sing those lyrics mm-hmm. <laughs> so um wow. it's a great great song that they picked for the you the, know what else the, the music they pick you know great. what you're gonna like brian is uh peter stormare is in american gods and he plays zernabog or how do you say that old yeah uh, the hammer he has oh the, really okay yeah cool. i don't know how to say that right but it's a oh ancient, he's wonderful in it he's Oh, he's so fantastic. Yeah, cool. I mean, he's good in all things ever, ever. Like we've already mentioned him three times today without even meaning to. Mm-hmm. He's in this, right. he's in Jurassic right. Park three, and he's in uh Fargo. He's in Fargo. Yeah. Like all this stuff that's come up today, they all have a Chern- Peter Stormare. Yes. Chernobog. Cool. Or however you say it. Is it um, like a Russian? Oh, I'm to watch it. We just something? started Umbrella Academy and we really like it. So oh, probably once good. we're done with Umbrella Academy, then we'll, <laughs> we'll switch over to American Gods. Nice. I, I got Mark watching uh, Umbrella Academy and he's asking me questions. I'm like, just watch it. Just don't ask me about it. Just keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, where's number six? Uh, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. It all becomes clear with Umbrella Academy. Yeah, sure. um, the other 
really great actor in American Gods that I didn't realize it towards till towards the end is Pornstache from uh, Orange is the New Black. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, and he, he plays um, the leprechaun, mm-hmm. and he's amazing. He's as, really as good, yeah. Oh, so oh good. my gosh, you're making me want to go watch the season. Uh, first it's season wonderful. I, I, yeah. I highly, it's worth the subscription to Stars for it. So. Yeah. Not for the kids, There's everybody. My, not for the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, I just want to put that out so I, there in case you don't know what this content uh, is like. It's hardcore. but my real recommendation is a, a, a documentary, <laughs> and I sent it to you, and you guys already saw it, so no, oh. it's all okay. Right. All right, I'll play it. Uh, oh. Here you go. Hit and play. I looked over and saw it. Yeah, I want to work a hundred hours a week and never see my family and die at an early age. That's my prerogative. I would have money as big as this one in case it. 33 pounds of gold and diamonds given to me by superstars of the world. I love money. Come to me. I hate everyone so far. I hate them. (laughs) So uh, this is a documentary. You can find it streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, It's it's been on my radar for quite some time because I am fascinated by wealth Mm. um, and the effects it has on people. And this is a documentary called Generation Wealth. Mm. Uh, If you were to continue playing the trailer, um, the woman that is doing the documentary, she has been documenting rich, very like obscenely wealthy um, people Mm. for I think 25, 35 years. Mm. And she uh, also did the documentary that house of Versailles or whatever Versailles where they were building the largest house in America when the collapse happened in 2008. And this ginormous shell of a house is still out there and it's basically rotting. Um, uh, and she covers she even she goes back to the 80s when like Kim Kardashian was like 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and she then interviews a lot of these kids that she followed back then. And I you will watch this documentary and feel sad. Mm. <laughs> I will. I won't sugarcoat it. You will feel sad. I already feel um, sad and I've just barely started it. But I feel like it is a good <laughs> documentary to watch to reflect on yourself because that's what she ends up doing this documentary though it's about people's perception of the wealth and what they do with their wealth it also comes back to her and how she interacts with her family and her job and her it's not just about money it can also be you know you are a workaholic and why are you a workaholic Mm. why are you what are you chasing um she also films different not just the u.s she goes to russia she goes to china it's just fascinating Mm. to to kind of see this and there there is a moral compass um in the documentary talking about the rise and fall of of societies around wealth and and uh I just found it fascinating. It's a mm. really great documentary. And, and what I loved about it was it wasn't just one snapshot in time of the people that she, she interviewed. She actually interviews um, the girl that was with Charlie Sheen when he had his crazy oh. episode. Oh, one, of his, one of his goddesses. Yeah. What was her name? Um, but she's a little, little, little thing in the beginning and you see her 
horrible descent decline and, yeah. yeah and but then she comes out of it like it's it's just a fascinating documentary i really really recommend it yeah i mean i think i'll watch it i'm gonna hate it though oh man i'm gonna hate it you're gonna hate it but I you're hate also opulent, going to appreciate it i hate opulent i hate that stuff where people are just like that guy covering gold made wings want to kick him in the nuts yeah <laughs> I just want to kick him right in the nuts and go, oh, how's that? Hey, do you got some gold to protect you from my foot and your nuts? That's what I want to say. But they talk about why, historically, why has it gotten worse? So in in the trailer, it talks about when the U.S. in the 1970s um, abandoned the gold standard. Mm. And like what happened in the U.S. timeline that got us to where we are right now and how, and it kind of ties back to that one documentary that we were talking about, the, the uh, American meme Mm -hmm. and like, like this brewing of this weird thing that's happening in American culture, U S culture. Mm. Um, And how it's spilling over into other cultures and other countries and like, Where does this? Where does this all lead? Well, us if in? if you, um, I mean, some people compare the level of opulence that you see in the one percent lifestyle. Uh, they compare it to the fall of Rome. They compare it right. to other stuff. I'm sure this movie probably gets. But it's into not some of just that. the U.S. That's what I'm trying. Like we feel like we're the center of the world, but we're not. It's oh, this no, is no, happening no. in Russia. This is right. happening in China. Right. Like it's happening all the, over. The difference is um, the world's small and everybody's you can't you can't like the influence of the most powerful nation on on the planet is felt in a way in a modern age that it couldn't have been back in the day in other words you could do all sorts of things in rome that would affect the surrounding area of rome but it had nothing to do there are people living in you know the jungles of south america who have who never would ever hear what a roman is or ever see a roman in their entire life that's not what we live in now now we live in a time where you and i could fly to rome and in eight hours and, right and right. be there and then come home the next day like it's it's just a ridiculous uh, amplification of what that was yeah. and now it's everywhere I, you know what i'm probably going to watch this because i get into this sort of thing as well i like they, the psychology of it i'm interested in all of that but man i'm yeah. gonna hate these people I'm just hate them all <laughs> but, so yeah right. you're gonna hate them but then you're gonna feel for them and i mean it does have a good message, you know, towards the end. I'm not um, going to feel for too many of them. I'll feel for a guy like Bill Gates who doesn't flaunt it and likes to go do charities and things. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll feel for those people. I cannot feel for gold-covered guy. I just can't do it. <laughs> but that, they talk about that. And they they talk about um, the the one guy you heard where he goes, I love money. Mm-hmm. He's He was on the FBI's most wanted list for, like, money laundering and, like, all this crazy stuff. Um, and they go into his story because he's horrible. And they and she also interviews his son. Mm. And like the stories his son tells her are like, oh, my God, like yeah. how he lost his virginity and all this crazy stuff. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, I'm just of the opinion. Anybody who stands around going money, I love money. I sm- the smell <laughs> of money. When people do that, I don't trust them at all. Right. Yeah. At all, because I know there's some dark shit going on. There always yeah. is. Always. Always. And, that, and what they say is a lot of times when you see the people that are just over opulent uh, and just they are gold and bling and they don't have a lot of money. They're they're faking it in a, in a lot mm. of cases. 
Mm-hmm. So, and it's this whole keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing. Yeah. And they, they talk about the psychology of that and Instagram and seeing things. And it's just so, it's just interesting. Watch yeah. it. F it's, the Joneses. It, I don't care what they do. <laughs> <laughs> I've never cared about the Joneses. the Joneses. <laughs> I've never cared about the Joneses, let alone keeping up with them. It's a bad, it's a bad pattern to find yourself and, in. Even and if someone you do in the it, chat, uh, Samantha just brought up Trump. They do feature Trump. Oh, hi, Ava. How could they not? Oh, hi, Ava. Oh, hello, and, Ava. And the, this, the reality and the reality contest, she wants me to put it. My kid is into yokai right now. Yeah. Yo, you know, yokai She's also watch. waving at us and oh making faces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the joy on her face when that uh, thing went off. She's so cute. Yay. Okay, go watch the show. I'll be, I'm almost done. Okay, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love her so much. She's so cute. Yeah. There's another recommendable uh, Yokai Watch on Netflix. We've uh, already watched the first season like four times. People, people are really into that thing. That's a popular mm-hmm. uh, Netflix original. Well, no, all right. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to hate it. <laughs> What's a Netflix? It. Yokai Watch is not a Netflix original. Isn't it? I thought it was. No? No. No, no, no. Oh, where does it come from? Who does that? Uh, Japan, I think. No, is it Japanese? Yeah. You can watch it on Japan Box with your free seven day trial. Um, I I was looking for season two. Ava, shush it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so season two, uh, Disney XD will they've done English dub of Yokai Watch, so oh. they broadcast it and then they package it up. Oh, and, okay. Uh, Amazon picked up the first season, and I had to. I had to buy the second season on Amazon Prime or just Amazon. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's by the way, before we get emails, before we get emails about uh, Kim Kardashian's age, uh, you mentioned she was 13 in the eighties. She was actually 13 in 1993. Uh, 93. Or maybe it was close the 90s. enough. I don't know. Close enough. Nineties. Yeah. I grew up in the eighties. So everything happened. In the- yeah. Everything happened in the eighties. <laughs> I agree. All good things happened in the eighties. How about that? Yeah, yeah, That's right. I'm with you hundred percent. All right. Uh, Nicole Spag, everybody. Uh, she will put these on Twitter at Nicole Spag. And yep. then you can see the links and stuff and then go decide if you're going to watch this stuff for, for yourself. You want to go see a guy covered in gold being an a-hole in public? Go for it. That's going to happen. He has the That's- longest limousine. He is he holds the world's record of the longest limousine and the longest uh, like jet. Yeah. It's like Just a not limousine the, jet. Probably a, a guy with the shortest penis. Probably also penis. has the shortest something else. Yeah. <laughs> shortest penis, longest jet. That's how that works. Uh, Nicole, have a fantastic day. And uh, we'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Have a fun snow day. All right. I did that thing to Brian again. Let me fix it. Okay. There you go. Make me the center of attention. You are now fixed. All right. We are going to finish things out with a couple of quick emails. We got one from Jeff Smith, not the bone creator. Different Jeff Smith. Oh. Says, greetings, Springfield and Brockway. Uh, I've heard Scott a couple of times lately mention the episode of The Simpsons where Homer has a crayon up his nose. However, Scott has it backwards. Homer jammed the crayon up his nose as a kid. When it was discovered in his adulthood and removed, Homer then became smart. Toward the end of the episode, when Homer decides to put be dumb again, he jams a crayon back in his nose. Hope this straightens things out, Jeff. Yeah, I had it Thank backwards. You, I had it backwards. I mm-hmm. thought when he got it jammed up there, he got smart. It's not that. It's worse. Okay. <laughs> it's worse <laughs> than that. 
Uh, all right, Christine wrote in. Hello, just a note regarding Nick's hearing test for commercial uh, driving. By the way, this is Christine M. Fletcher. I think this yeah. is Scott Fletcher's wife, Christine. That's Scott Fletcher's wife, yeah, I believe so. Christine, if you're listening to the show on the regular basis, I apologize for all the dumb things I've said because I respect Christine a lot and I don't want her to think I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she says this. Hello, just a note regarding uh, Nick's hearing test for commercial driving. The whisper test is the whispered voice test and uh, is a screening for hearing impairment and it is not considered a full audiological evaluation. Spondy words like baseball, ice cream, hot dog, cowboy, and so on, are used because both syllables are spoken with equal stress. They're not as easy to guess because they don't get extra information from the super... Am I going to say this right? Super Super as... Super segmental. Oh, super super segmental? segmental. Super segmental. Yeah. Supra-segmental. Supra-segmental. Features of the word. Glad he passed, Christine. I'm just glad we got an email from Christine Fletcher. She's I am awesome. Too, yes. Yeah. And you and she's you the and, one. She's the one at Nerdtacular. I'm always, you know, I'm always uh, just want to make sure I watch myself around because, uh, like you said, respect her a lot, and yeah. uh, I don't want her to report back to uh, Scott and say, you know, that Brian is real dick. Yeah. She looks Stop like she could. She also looks like she could kick the poop out of either one of us if she wanted to. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Just a thought there. She's <laughs> she's strong. Yeah, you don't want to get you don't want to get the look from Christine Fletcher. No, and also because she's a um, she actually has a master's degree, or she's like a speech therapist person yeah. with all yep. kinds of credentials and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you want to like when she's around, I feel like going, "Yes, my diction has never been more perfect." <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> don't ever look at her. Uh, don't ever let her look at our show notes. Yeah, Scott. No, please don't. <laughs> she's awesome. By the way, in our show notes at the top, it says. Uh, Let's see. When you say why work, and then here it is. There's a nice new beer for dogs. It's not for dogs. Yeah, it wasn't for dogs. Oh no, it is oh. for dogs. Never mind. It is for we dogs. We just didn't do that story. We just didn't do that story. That's what I was thinking. Never mind. Christine, pretend you didn't even hear this episode. All right, that's it. <laughs> I think she's already done that. Y'all want to email us? You can just be like those folks and send us an email at themorningstream at gmail.com. Or if it's simpler for you, you can go to the website frogpants.com/tms. It's got links to contact us. You can find our phone number uh, for leaving voicemails. You can find our Twitter accounts. And, of course, you can support us at patreon.com slash TMS. All right, Brian, it's down to you now to take us out. Well, okay. J.K. Singerman wrote in, said, Today is my husband Ryan, a.k.a. Zombie Doc, uh, 37th birthday. This song was our first dance at our wedding, and I still look at him the same way as I did that day. I'd love for you to play it as a happy birthday to him from me. He means the world to me, and I'd like the world to know. Uh, signed, JK, Mrs. Zombie Doc. Oh, I like that. Mrs. Zombie Doc. Mm. Um, so her request was The Way You Look Tonight by Frank Sinatra. And, and uh, Mrs. Zombie Doc, uh, that's not the way things work here. You request a song, uh, and, and I know Frank Sinatra, not the original uh, performer of the song. Actually, Fred Astaire, the original performer of the song. But I'm still going to play a cover because that's what we do here. Um, This is a cover by Jules Holland and his Rhythm and Blues Orchestra with amazing vocals by Sam Brown. I've played this on the the show before, but it is my favorite cover of the song that uh, originally done by Fred Astaire, but probably most closely connected with Tony Bennett. Um, It's almost like his, one of his signature tunes. Here is Jules Holland and Sam Brown and The Way You Look Tonight.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Now this.